0: Welcome to the Self Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lamb and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit liveinthepresent.co.uk.
1: Done. There we go. Hello. Welcome to episode 445 of the Self Help Podcast with me, Ed Lamb, and my good pal, Sean Orford. How are you doing, Sean?
0: I'm okay, other than uh, we're winding up to Christmas, uh, life for me gets progressively busier over the next two weeks, uh, normally, but with this um, all this COVID variant stuff happening, it's like uh, mm. madness. Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah, mm. stranger and stranger, curiouser and curiouser, life on planet Earth, hey?
0: <clears throat> yeah, you not kidding, you're not kidding, uh. mad.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, lots of messages coming out from Downing Street and uh, and beyond. So yeah, we're talking about is it okay to lie today? Kind of, sort of based initially on uh, some of the stuff that uh, has been coming out of Downing, Downing Street of late. But more generally, I think uh, we can talk. I think we have done in the past. We talked about this about yeah, we all tell little white white lies here and there. So we'll we'll, we'll come on to that in a bit. Uh, before I do, uh, do check out the website livingthepresent.co.uk for all the show notes and links and Sean's blog posts as ever, and uh, put your email address in the box on the homepage and we'll send you weekly alerts for the show and some free meditation files. Um, mm. But, yeah, life, life's all right. So, yeah, is it usually pretty manic for you pre-Christmas anyway?
0: Yeah, it's, it's everybody. It's the first Christmas without somebody. It's the stress of having to see people you don't want to see. It's all that kind of stuff. Um, normally, um, not least of all couples, that are like I've got to spend time with him over Christmas kind <laughs> um, but um, we've got all this added stuff now of, and it's the thing about, yes, we're going to do it no, we're not, it's on, no, it's off and it's like that uncertainty is driving people bonkers I mean, we were talking over the last one about people getting shorter and shorter fuses and kind of losing it with each other and it's really becoming a thing um, which is quite difficult Mm-hmm. And and then once you start tipping into the now we're lying business um, and who can you trust? And and we're all in it up to our eyeballs now because we've got this new variant. You know, do we get vaccinated or don't we get vaccinated? Um, and I know so many people who are, are not vaccinated and will not get vaccinated. Um, and, I mean, it's choices. Um, and I don't think... People should be obliged to get uh, vaccinated, but um, it's going to be awfully sad if people are um, hurt by it. Oh, yeah. There you go.
1: No, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, the liberal in me is like, um, yeah, I don't think, I don't, I'm not comfortable with the full on like police state style. You will get this shot in your arm. You know, you will not be allowed to go to this place if you haven't got a certain certificate, um, et cetera. I don't, I'm, I'm not, super comfortable with all that stuff by any stretch. But yeah, like like you say, there, so there are consequences to our choices though. Aren't
0: there? I, I get the thing about, you've got a choice about whether you have it or not. But I think if people are putting venues on or stuff like that, then I think people do have a choice as to whether, that you know, who they allow into that. I think that's okay. kind of fair enough. And, and there are cases that I'm aware of the families saying for Christmas, saying you're welcome to come for Christmas dinner, but you have to be double jabbed. And if you're
1: Blimey. not, you know, welcome. Yeah, it's all back up in the air in it. And I guess we shouldn't be too surprised because uh yeah, it's that it's, it's flu season anyway, and we've got a it's a it's like flu plus plus, isn't it? So um uh yeah, I guess I guess in some ways things were always gonna get a bit dicey. But you know, we're creatures of habit and things had started to return to normal ish in the UK, hadn't they? So just it does feel like a bit of a shock again. Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah. But it's it's like an action replay going on. I suspect. Who knows? Yeah.
1: yeah. And how long? Yeah. How many more Christmases will will this happen, or is this just this? Is this how things are for now? But yeah, I mean, on top of all this stuff, is obviously messages coming from from on high, from in the UK, from, from central governments and plenty of other governments around the world, and uh, are dishing out orders. Um, but in the UK, we have this uh, interesting. We're in this interesting situation where we have a public health crisis, you know, 100%, but we have a leader in charge who is and is on record almost without, you know, this isn't me being too political, but he's a serial liar. Uh, and he's got good old Boris Johnson's got a history of telling porky pies uh, and getting away with it and kind of laughing it off. Um so yeah, your your blog post this week talks about whether Father Christmas exists and whether Boris Johnson really exists. So, do you think he really does exist?
0: No, it's a figment of our imagination. We're going to wake up tomorrow and he'll be gone. You
1: know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that, a lot that
0: of
1: people... whole idea... Sorry. No. No, well, a lot of people were kind of obviously foaming at the mouth with excitement now that, that he's going to have to resign um, as prime minister. But then, you know. Who would come in in place of him blimey that's what you got to be a bit worried about but um yeah i mean if, for those that are looking watching from overseas or don't watch the news like flipping heck i'm very jealous um but yeah there was apparently there was a party on at downing downing street last winter last christmas when you know the word had just been sent to everyone that we were not going to be able to see our families at christmas and, and then apparently a party went on um uh yeah, and uh, oh,
0: the most extreme says that seven parties went
1: on seven okay, um mm. which is obviously pretty hypocritical, uh and then in the meantime obviously there's been plenty of truth bending and lies being told about who knew what and et cetera and et cetera and there's there is a kind of a and I don't think it's entirely fair because I know I've known a few politicians in my time that how do you tell if a politician is lying their lips are moving <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah what is there about politics and, and kind of bending the truth then
0: well it, it, if people are driven by power so they want position status whatever it is that gives them the power they're likely to say whatever they think they need to say to achieve whatever they need to achieve to get whatever they want um and how many times in life does someone stare out of the screen at you and tell you absolute rubbish on the basis that you're supposed to go, yeah, fine, okay. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> although I don't agree with the anti-vaxxers, I I think that, uh, I, to me, I have a lot of respect for science and what it's done for us. You know, um, The idea that um, people don't believe what they're told, I, I do understand that. You know, someone comes out and says to you, this is the most amazing thing, it's going to change your life completely. How many times have we heard that? Mm. And if it were true, our lives would be changed, but they're not. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that we're in a world where we are sold lies by advertisers, we're sold lies by politicians, The assumption then is that we're going to be sold liars liars by the people that are pretending to look after us and care for us as in health, you Mm -hmm. know. And everybody keeps going on about big pharma, and I get that, you know. And the pharmacological community is there to make money, you know. Uh, It would be quite easy to control that if governments weren't driven by the money, which would be to limit the amount of profit you could make on any drug that you sold. could be done globally. You know? mm-hmm. um, the whole idea of nationalisation was so that you took the power uh, for producing things and, and providing services out of the moneymaker's grip and gave it to the people, for the people. But the whole kind of socialist, communist thing doesn't seem to have been a very good experiment, you know, so does that mean we're left with capitalism? And if we are left with capitalism, the next phrase that comes with capitalism, I'm sorry, is lying. You know, if we're not going to lie, we're going to extend the truth. We're going to embroider it and make it more elaborate so it sounds amazing, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, why things right back to kind of the... like. You know i've got two young lads who are kind of getting to the age now where they're you know of early on the lessons are obviously that honesty is the best policy you know you should always tell the truth etc um but there comes a point and in fact my you can tell my lads are reaching that age now um where you know they're, they're not they're, they're kind of learning how to bend the truth a little bit in quite interesting little ways uh you can ask them a question and you can tell even if you know the answer they'll you, you can watch their brains ticking and seeing how they can like manipulate, I guess is the word uh, for the situation, so that they kind of get their own way. So it's obviously something we all do um, for one reason or another. So why does that start happening you know, to people at an early age? And is there a part of it that, that do we like to be lied to and do we like the, the truth to be bent? Because sometimes, the, well, the truth is too hard to hear.
0: I don't know. If you... Wound back a few generations so that we were hunter gatherers or we were farmers or whatever um the issue about lying um which means very often lying is about how do you control other people okay there's always going to be people around who are a bit economical with the truth but the kind of lies we're talking about at the moment are big deal lies it's huge stuff Mm. um so the the idea that um um we can take a group of people and lie about them there there was um a thing uh, it's been on before with um freddie mercury and the whole kind of aids thing and everything that goes on around that kind of aids and what was sold to people about this wicked horrible virus and it was a it was a message from god to punish people you know and and that that's religion you know lying to the people um, we get politics lying to the people. We get the commercial sector lying to the people. Um, and it's like, at what level can we actually discriminate and start to work out what's going on? I mean, uh, I, and I suppose one of the jokes with someone like Doris is if he was telling the truth, you wouldn't know, you wouldn't expect it to be the truth anyway. You know, Um well, to me, it's, it's such a, a fundamental thing that, um, to me, if I say I'm going to be there tomorrow at 2 o'clock, I will be there tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Mm. I, I know people um, around us who say they will be there tomorrow at 2 o'clock if they turn up at all. They might <laughs> get there by 4, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, yep. Doesn't seem to bother them in the slightest yeah um but it, it's, it's I, I suppose the issue is are you a truth teller and the thing i go back to a lot is um uh harvecker in his millionaire mind program there's this wonderful bit where he comes out on stage uh where there's all these people that have been on this course they're on the course going on and it goes absolutely bonkers and rips the skin off a whole group of people. And you're thinking, oh my God, you know, what's going on here? Because I mean he was vicious. And what it comes down to, what what happened was, as a part of the millionaire mindset, you know, that kind of richness of mind, not just money, but like he he was saying that if you promise to do something, you have to do it. So that um, these people had promised to do something, they'd signed a document saying that they would do, and they hadn't done it. And the point he was making, which to me was really, really valid, was if if you are not a truth speaker and you tell lies, how can you ever believe what you say yourself? How can you ever have confidence in yourself? So that he he was saying.
1: Sorry, I'm going to say, yeah, he's, someone's just coming the front door. <laughs> Dogs can't lie. We can come on to that in a little bit. Go on, carry on. What were you saying, John?
0: No, no, he, he he was saying, if you're if you say to yourself, I am going to make a million pounds, yeah. and you're a true speaker, you'll make a million pounds. Mm-hmm. It, it, if you're not a true speaker, and you you know you're not a true speaker, you can say what you want because you know you won't do it.
1: Right.
0: Which is like the people I know that say, "Yeah, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow at two o'clock," uh, and they know that they won't be there at two o'clock. And in the end, you know they won't be there at two o'clock.
1: It ain't going to happen. No, I mean, no. I'm just. Thinking, I mean, when you start to think about it, you can see that lies are everywhere. You know, especially with within advertising. So you know, if you, you wear a certain yeah. cologne or um, after shave or perfume, you'll instantly. Transformed into some like super rich celebrity. Even even you know holiday adverts. You know they depict this amazing um, experience of, of, of you know a pristine beach. And even even if you were to go to that beach in the in the video, it would look different because the, the sand wouldn't be quite as well manicured or. You know, there'd be other yep. people there actually, you know, sharing. You'd have to share the beach with other people. You'd experience, you'd realise. <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah.
0: What are doing on my beach?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this doesn't look like the advert, yeah. you know. And, you know, and I work in the world of, of communications and digital communications. So I employ photographers to, to help a web, web designer, you know, I'll help sell businesses, services. and mm-hmm. Yeah, photography, obviously, you know, you, you do spend a lot of time. I'm not a photographer, but you'll spend a lot of time setting up a scene in terms of how the business premises will look or the the area that you're visiting you'll take it on a certain day um so i mean how much of our brain can filter out the, the knowledge that we're not we're not being told the full truth when we when we're sold something or, or do we like I, I think like that
0: it? one one of the problems is that we're being brought up in a world where people have an unrealistic expectation of what they want and they're happy to go along with the lie because the lie reinforces that Mm. and and it's a bit like you know what do you want to do in life I want to be famous what do you want to be famous for I just want to be famous yeah I want celebrity I don't don't want any reason to be a celebrity I just want to be a celebrity well I
1: mean I mean your car adverts are classic for me as well so if you study car adverts like I do especially they'll tend to be a big a whopping great big car being driven through a city when there's no other cars around like and they'll take you know be cornering at like 30 miles an hour and whooshing around this empty city <laughs> the reality is that obviously a city or a town is usually full of other people in cars um, on a gray and wet miserable day and there'll be a speed camera you know making sure that you can't drive above the speed limit correctly so obviously mm-hmm. um so the reality is very different and uh but yeah, it doesn't seem to matter really because we know all this stuff before we we make we purchase things. But uh, so yeah, we like being lied to. Eh?
0: But but are we like? Do we like being lied to because we're actually lying to ourselves? Do the two things fit together? You know, there we're are, prepared yeah. to go along with that. So so when you go to buy the car and the guy says to you, "Oh, I got the perfect car for you. This just matches you." You know, you think, "Come on." -hmm. You know, so you're buying the like because it makes you feel good, you know. And really, if you spray a particular perfume under your armpits, does that mean every woman you walk down the road is going to want to rip your clothes off? You know, we see all these guys strutting around, you know, in the desert or wherever because they've got this perfume on, Mm -hmm. you know. Is Is it going to make you hunky? Mm-hmm. And
1: there's a famous quote, isn't there, in the movie? I think it's a few good men, Jack Nicholson. Um, you can't handle the truth when, you know, the, the Tom Cruise, the lawyer, is trying to get the, the pro- what actually happened, you know. And he says, you can't handle the truth because, it, you know, the, the truth is too much to bear. And he's probably right in the sense that certainly with, like, military decisions and some of the serious stuff that's going on in the world that we never get to hear about, Uh, Maybe it's better that we don't know the truth, you know, or, you know, maybe that's just a cowardly way out. Maybe if there was ultimately truth and every telephone conversation between world leaders, maybe there should be transcriptions of them all, you know, delivered to people to view online instantly so that we actually know what's going on. And over time, you know, obviously things have been done a certain way for decades and hundreds of years in terms of the rich and powerful controlling things uh maybe maybe you know that's that's kind of the great awakening in terms of the internet you know there's a lot of um people being called out for certain behaviors that's gone on for years whether it's you know world leaders or certain Mm. relationships between men and women that kind of thing that's Mm been being broadcast now isn't it and the truth is coming out in terms of how things are happening uh Mm. and it's it's quite hard to bear isn't it but maybe ultimately it's it's quite a healthy thing
0: yeah but one of the problems that we have, and, I mean, we've got an example of Boris, but I'm sure it's true around the world. But Boris can stand up in front of the, of the media and tell lies. You know, we know we know that. And then we see it, and then he gets caught out. And then the amazing thing is he kind of giggles and ruffles his hair and gets away with it um, because we all accept it. So we actually give him permission to lie. We're saying... Okay, that's fine. You lie away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're saying it's okay. Is it okay? Uh, apparently, it is because we get politician after politician after politician who does the same thing. You know, um, and I, I, I guess that we we have to decide. I mean, this thing is 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 it ever okay to lie? I, I guess what we could be looking at it the other round, the other way around, Is it ever okay not to lie? Is it ever okay to be honest?
1: No. Well, yeah, what about your life as a therapist and your role? Because I mean, you're dealing with people that are on the edge So sometimes literally in terms of life or death. Like the, Yeah. Do you have to bend the truth when you're talking to people in a consulting room a little bit and just just so that you, you kind of bring them back from the edge.
0: It, I, I think that, that depends, but I think because people are different. You have to use a different tone or a different set of words to get the same communication through to different people. So I think that's true, um, but I, I I think that overall, and I've been, I've said I've said it before on this. It's like I don't believe in right or wrong anymore, um, because one man's right is another man's wrong. Sorry, one person's right is another person's wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so that. I, I think that what we're down to is the consequence. Can you deal with the consequence of what you do? Because that's what happens. There's a consequence to what you think, what you say, what you feel, what you do. Yeah. And as long as you can deal with those consequences, fair enough. Yeah. Um And remarkably, it appears that you can stand up in front of the meter and lie your head off. And the consequence of that is, see you tomorrow, you know? There, there is there is no comeback, mm-hmm. yeah? Um, yeah. And, and I think the thing that people were feeling when they were getting crossed with Boris was that it was okay for him to lie and there's no comeback. But other people, if they lie, then it becomes a criminal act. Um, yeah. And they, they can be fined or imprisoned for it.
1: Yeah, and I think, well, the frustration is that, yeah, I think for certain members or like public people in positions like the prime minister in the past had they done the same kind of thing potentially lying lying to parliament repeatedly you know it would have been a easy kind of resignation uh offense and it would have been done and you know people would have resigned on principle but uh, for boris for johnson it doesn't seem like uh he, he he's going to, or he needs to, or he feels, yeah, it's, it's just, it's a fascinating situation. And ultimately, yeah, people, whether it's the prime minister or someone in your consulting room or, or kids, people are complicated, aren't they?
0: <laughs> yeah. But the, but the fascinating thing is if, if we allow Boris or anybody to get away with it, then all we're doing is opening the door for the next person to come in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know i think that's fair so i think that's why it's justified in terms of like yeah we've got to we've got to keep the pressure on um because you know you may no matter what your politics are at some point down the line there will be a different prime minister of red blue yellow or green who knows he or she uh and he or she that person needs to know that uh yeah there's, there's a certain way to act um uh, when you're when you're in charge of things so yeah you're right i mean it could we could be just seeing the tip of the iceberg in terms of uh of, uh, of where we are in the UK and globally in terms of politics, and yeah, it's not just about kind of global politics, isn't it? You know, the people that you know, that we all know, friends and family, are capable of little white lies that can snowball into much greater, greater uh, negative actions, can't they?
0: Hmm. But that's that's like the thing where I say if I see myself as six foot six, bronze and muscular, you know, um, I could be deluded. But do you do you say Sean? No, no, you're not like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or do you think, okay, fine, you know? Do you let me get away with my own fantastical lying? Yeah.
1: interesting. All right, you got a resource of the week, Sean. So yeah, uh,
0: yeah, mine yeah. one is, is it's a, a book which is like how to stop lying, basically, um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and it's a book which is about um, sort of pathological uh, liars, you know. Ooh. I wonder what.
1: If yeah. we should, maybe we could send one, gift it to a uh, Ten Downing Street, and see uh, see if we got through. <laughs> got, got through security.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I wonder. Uh, all right, cool. And mine is a, an article I found on verywellmind.com. Is it ever okay to lie? So similar to your blog post, but yeah, a bit more uh, another take on it, which is it's quite interesting. I thought. Mm.
0: Um,
1: yeah. Cool. All right. You happy then?
0: Yeah, I'm okay. Um, Okay, and I'm not lying when I say (laughs) that.
1: Are you sure? Yeah, I could tell. (laughs) Um, All right, cool. We'll be back for more next week. Sean, you take care until then.
0: And you. Take care.
1: Bye Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.